You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, let's move on to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne Footy Club. They had a, a pretty good year last year. Yes, that, uh, well, they did, but by their own standards and admissions, they would say that they probably didn't. And let's start with their additions. Brody Grundy is into the club. Massive get for the Melbourne Demons. Josh Shackey's come in. Lockie Hunter as well. So I really like how they've recruited well for what they need. They lost uh, Luke Jackson, so that's the Grundy and Gorn um, I guess, positional swap there in the yes. forward line. Uh, and I think that the other two can help him out as well in roles. So if we go to their other outs with Luke Jackson, Sam Wiedemann's gone, Bedford, Jaden Hunt, Mitch Brown and Magic Dawson, a lot of just fringe and periphery players there. So not too much of a loss and Grundy's that massive get for them. I agree. Uh, what about their strengths? They've got plenty. They do have plenty. Uh, their strengths is inside the center square. Now, to have Gorn in the ruck rotating with Brady Grundy is incredible. It's an embarrassment of riches, uh, let alone throw in Petraka, Oliver, Viney, Brayshaw, and Lockie Hunter when he goes through there. Their midfield with this ruck combination can be the best midfield in the comp and can dominate teams, and they will dominate teams at times this year. Do you think there will be any sort of toing and froing between that Gorn and Grundy, how they work together? Do you think that's going to take some time? Uh, I, I do think it will take some time. But in saying that, they're not working together in tandem in, as in they're not in the same space or area. So effectively, when they're in the ruck, go your hardest. The, the challenge will be when they're in the forward line. That will be the challenge. And so it, I know as a player coming up against someone like that, if you're an opposition ruckman and you're going, yep, we've got Max here and he goes off and then Brody Grundy comes in fresh, that's going to be so hard, uh, one, to negate, but two, mentally to actually overcome that as well. It's going to be a real challenge for opposition teams, and they're going to have to look at playing differently. If you're a standalone one ruck team, you're probably going to have to play two rucks against Melbourne or concede that you're going to lose and lose the hitouts massively. Weakness for, of the Melbourne Footy Club. The weakness of the Melbourne Footy Club is their inside 50 efficiency. Now, they lost their way last year after moving the ball so well in 2022 they lack that genuine key forward with McDonald getting injured last year. And so in large part with him back and either Gorn or Grundy down there, they might've alleviated this tool marking key forward issue. Jackson's still developing. So he, he was okay last year, but they didn't have the cohesion. They didn't have the inside fish 50 efficiency and ball use like they did the, the year before. So if they can get that right with Gorn, with Grundy, with Bailey Fritch, who I really like, there's a few others up there. Um, that's what they will be focusing on in their preseason because that let them down massively last year. Pressure gauge on the Melbourne Football Club. Pressure gauge is mild. Simon Goodwin and this Demons team have won a lot of games over the last two years and that premiership won't be forgotten about quickly. So it is only mild. However, they do have a quality list, so they need to make sure they're contending again. So who does need to perform for them to win the flag? I've got two players here, Bonds. I think that uh, Tom McDonald and Brody Grundy are two massive players for the Melbourne teams this year. Now, they've both got a point to prove, and I think they've both got the greatest upside that can actually catapult the Demons back to the top of the ladder. So Tom McDonald is almost their barometer of the team. When he's up and running, covering the ground, 
what he adds to that team is massive. And Brody Grundy, he, he really needs to remind the comp and will want to remind the comp just how good he is. I think a lot of people have forgotten about how good he is. He was out. Cameron and uh, Mason Cox did a good job at Collingwood, and they go, well, maybe Grundy's not actually that important or that good. He, he certainly will want to show everyone why he was one of the best, if not the best, Ruckman in the comp for a long time. And uh, I think that they can do that between McDonald, between Gorn, between Grundy. If they can get that right with a key forward and ruck set up, they're going to be hard to beat. Most improved. Yeah, here's a name for you, Jacob Van Ruin. So at 193 centimetres, he's a versatile key forward that's not dissimilar to Bailey Fritch. So he kicked 36 goals in the VFL last year, and he should get a really good opportunity to come into the team this season. And he's almost going to be like your Jamara Hugo Hagen at the Bulldogs where you've already got Aaron Norton. You might have Bruce down there or Bontempelli. So he's going to get the third or fourth key defender. So if they get games into him, they give him opportunities, he's still going to be that tricky matchup. Because Melbourne's got Gorn, they got Grundy, they got McDonald, they got Bailey Fritch. There's a lot of guys up there. I think he could have a good year. There's been a little bit of chat about him too, and he might just slide into a few fantasy teams as well because he's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's uh, cool. Best and fairest. Uh, I'm interested to see who you think here, but I'm going to go Clayton Oliver. I think he could win the Brownlow if it wasn't for all the other stars in the teams that take the votes off him. I'm going to go Clayton Oliver this year. Big fan of Oliver. You- I th- I th- I he-, he could win the Brownlow this year. Yep. Okay, so you're going to agree on that one. Premiership window. Yeah, I've got them at 10 o'clock. So they are there and they are ready. I haven't got them at 11 or 12 o'clock because they've at least got one more good year in them. If they don't win it this year, it's not do or die because their most valuable players in Petraka, in Oliver, and in Lever, they're only 27 this year. So they've still got two or three more years in their prime. So if they don't win it this year, they still have time next year and the following year to be able to win it. So they are very close. They're thereabouts, but I don't think they're about to tip over the edge. And their position on the AFL ladder. Yes. Well, I had Hawthorne finishing in 18th position. I have the Melbourne Demons at the end of the regular season finishing on top of the ladder. I have them finishing first on the ladder. Now, they were 10-0 and 0 last season. And on the way to my to back-to-back minor premierships, people forget about that because the issues crept in and they couldn't fix them on the fly. So I think that they dropped back to the sixth hardest draw from the hardest draw last season. Now that you've given them the off-season to review, the coaches to review and actually go, well, this worked in the first half and then teams did this to us in the second half of the year, it's really hard to change that when it's happening in-season, but they've had a whole off-season to look at it, to sharpen up, the players sharpen up, the coaching staff sharpens up, and I think this quality team will be back on the top of the table at the end of the season. 